Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. Work this pussy. Work this pussy. <laughs> Work this pussy out. Work this pussy out. Work this pussy. Music is wild nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Brian. Hey, I'm Pussanita. <laughs> and you are listening to Fruit Snakes. There it is. There she is. There she is. Pussy pop. Pussy pop to the flow. Bring it up nice and slow. I don't know. Oh, that's not a real song? No, girl. No, just no. You know what I noticed last episode is that I'm like, all right, guys. So every between every segment, I'm like, all right, that guys. So. the little bossy kid in a in a group of friends. What? All right, guys, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> That's always me. trying to lead the pack. I'm that bossy bitch. Yeah, you are. Yeah, always. All right, guys. So, <laughs> all right, guys. So this is a fruit roll up. <laughs> Just no, but this is the fruit roll up. Yeah. Um, what's new with me? Um, I just recently had a barbecue with a few of my castmates at Disney. Um, it was like the first time I actually host. Well, I guess it wasn't the first time I actually hosted, but it was like a self-led hosting party. Bottom who hosts. That's right. And um, I have really mixed feelings about it. Um, even about my fr- hosting. Yeah, even my friends or were your like friends. My friends were like, <laughs> "You didn't really seem like you really enjoyed yourself," and I was like, "I kind of didn't." And they're like, why? I was like, I don't know. Like, usually when I host, like, I want it to be perfect. So I'm always doing stuff, but it never bothers me. Yeah. But I almost felt like I was, like, just trying to get through the day. Where I was just think? like, okay, time to cook. Let me cook these burgers. All right, everyone eat. Okay, clean up. All right, let's start these games. All right, done. All right, everyone take down the easy ups. Come on, move, keep going. Like, it just felt very, like, let me just get this day over. And instantly when people started showing up, I regretted it. And... If anyone's listening who was there, it has nothing to do with who was there. So don't take it personal. I think I'm going on my own little thing. But for whatever reason, I think looking back at it, it didn't feel like, you know, like when I bought this house, I was like, oh, I can create this sense of home. And then having everyone there was like not feeling like home. So it was weird. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't really want this here. And I was like talking to Jen about it. And I think part of the reason is that I felt like I didn't have any deep, meaningful conversations Okay. Not that I didn't, but I wish there was more. So I was like, I wish that the party either, either had a ton of people to where I didn't feel like I had to talk to everyone and yeah. everyone kind of could like self-contain their yeah. own social interactions. Or it was like so small to the point where like everyone was connecting in part of the same conversation. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was just a little off. I was trying to recreate Bacaro, but it didn't work. Yeah. I thought recently, I don't remember why I thought about this, but in the great in the great Gatsby when they say I love large parties because they're mm-hmm. so intimate. Mm-hmm. I actually really love that. Totally. And I Where wanted to like escape and have those intimate moments totally. amongst so many other people. But like it, it's that much more intimate because nobody else can there hear is, like, you. Or see you. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. But, um, I would have loved that, but I feel like the numbers were off or something. I think honestly it's me, but yeah, it just didn't feel as like, yeah. Self-fulfilling as I wanted it to. All right. Well, first try. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, I'm going to get a new roommate. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's new. Um, 
the roommate that I'm living with now, it's going to be a year coming up in October. And um, not to put everything on blast because it's not that serious, but it really is nothing personal. I just think I want someone who's more financially consistent. And I expressed that to this roommate. And obviously it didn't, it didn't go bad, but it wasn't like, oh, great. You know, because realistically, like you have to find somewhere else to live. Um, But yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of done having to like, ask yeah, for rent i don't i don't understand that logic of yeah. having to ask for rent um so yeah someone else is moving in i've been laid on a lot of payments in my life and rent is not one of them no i like that, that rent to me is like almost like taxes you know like it's just fundamentally you know it's coming out yeah like that's one thing you have to budget mm-hmm. and i don't think that i need to help someone budget that yeah yeah so I'm getting a new roommate. All right. Work. <laughs> but I texted. I was like, it's n- nothing personal. Yeah. I don't hate you as a person. It's just financially wise. I want someone who's more consistent. Um, And not even saying like she's not financially stable. It's just that consistent in the sense of like pays rent yeah. on time. Yeah. Um, And this person wrote back and was just kind of like, well, per the contract, even when it was late, I paid the late fee. And I was like, yeah, but also per contract, you're on a month to month. So in 30 days, if I don't want you there, you don't like you have to move out just like you can move out in 30 days. But I didn't really want to get into it. I just wanted a clean cut and dry. But yeah. um, they haven't been home. So I, I haven't really had to deal with it. So yeah. we'll see how it is once they return back to the house and actually start moving their stuff out. Ew. Yeah, I know. Wait, so when's the move out date? Um, it's going to be on the 5th of the following month. But I told the person, I was like, we're going to prorate it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to timestamp it, yeah. but yeah. Um, I told the person, like, we can prorate it if you want. Um, but if you want to leave out, move out earlier, then we won't. And she was, she, <laughs> I mean, you I guess it doesn't matter. Times. Yeah. But she, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's up to you. You can find her at. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. It doesn't suck. It really is no... Like, I don't... No, I know. No, I just mean, she like... She was a fine roommate, and really, she did pay yeah. eventually, but I don't want to have to wait for money to pay my bills eventually. Yeah. I want to pay my but bills. But, like, that's what I mean sucks. Like, in fairness, you gave lots of chances. I did. And that was a thing. And for incidents. a reason... Yeah. For a second there, I started feeling bad, because I was like, fuck. Like, naturally, I'm not a heartless bitch. I yeah. was like, I don't want her to feel stressed or whatever but then i was thinking like i didn't create this scenario right like you did yeah but even if she came to you speaking on that even if she came to you and was like can you please give me she's like if she said like i will move out start of october can you just give me that little extra time you right. would be like if that's gonna help you get on your feet yes totally we'll, we'll i would yeah but you're not just like kicking someone no. to the curb and you're like get your shit out no but yeah. i mean i legally could yeah 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 um how is it how is life without tokyo so that's another thing. Because people have been messaging me left, right, and center, and they're like, that poor dog. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Even if they were, I wouldn't give a fuck. I know. Um, Tokyo was back at my house for a little bit, and I just got rid of him again. Um, there was this... <laughs> <laughs> well, not got rid of him again, but Sydney came by and took yeah. him. But there was this like little bit of like sadness when he returned where i was like oh my god i like kind of miss you like he was like laying on my floor and we were just kind of like lounging and i was like oh but then i wanted to go to disneyland and i was thinking (laughs) oh my god if 
this is after Sydney picked him up. I was like, thank God he's not with me because I would have felt bad. I w- I've been gone from like 8 a.m. to like midnight. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just like the reasons why I gave him up. This is like my logical mind working, right? Like what mm-hmm. I said about therapy yeah. where I have no emotions. Yeah. This where I was like, I felt sad. But then instantly I was like, no, I'm good because X, Y, and Z, this is why. And then I'm like coped and fine. <laughs> So yeah, it's that's it's, the Prozac talking. <laughs> now the Prozac talking is me feeling emotional about him being there. The Brian talking is saying, uh, "Nah, nigga, you fine." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that I've been speaking for a whole ten minutes, what's going on with cute, you? Cute, cute. Um, All right, so let's move right. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm super sad. I'm just like thinking about what I'm wearing right now. I'm sad. Top Man closed other stores in the U.S. Are they but closed in like, New York? All of them. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, shit. I mean, we only had two, but, like, yeah, every every one of them is closed. Wow. But I'm also kind of happy fast. about it because if you remember when we – I first learned about it through you and Jakara. Uh-huh. But if you think about, like, to when we were buying it back then, like, at Bacaro House, nobody else was, like, really wearing Top Man. No. Because nobody, like, thought to, like, buy it online kind of thing. Well, I think Top Man's price point is too high for the American market. Now it is. Well, because, like, it really is, like, H&M, Zara-ish quality, but yeah. it's at the price of, like, Nordstrom. Not Nordstrom Rack, but, like, Nordstrom. And you're like, why am I spending, yeah. like, $70 on this button-up yeah. shirt? But remember when they were only online, like, they always had, like, 30 or 40% mm-hmm. off sales, and it was mm-hmm. free shipping in return, mm-hmm. so it didn't really matter, mm-hmm. but... You could still get Top Man online, though, so it doesn't really matter. True. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So now I'm hoping people like stop buying it so much, but that's what's happening in my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your white privilege is showing. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I feel like things have been like clicking for me lately, and it's really exciting. That's good. I yeah. can tell because when make, when like, things are going well in your life, you really put this podcast on the back burner. <laughs> Where's the lie, though? <laughs> When did I Who was I talking to? I literally with? am only here. I gave up a 24-hour Seattle to come here for 15 hours and record. About time you sacrificed something in Bitch, your life. I was here two weeks ago and you decided to work. Oh, I decided to work. <laughs> Nigga, bye. Because you want new windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. You want to be breaking codes. <laughs> I want to be permitless. Um, but yeah, I noticed when things are good in your life, you just are like, oh, I'm too busy for this podcast. I'm on Fire Island. I'm going to the Hamptons. I'm in New York City. I'm in Astoria. You sound like my boyfriend. Well, then maybe, <laughs> clearly, the people who are closest to you in your life are trying to give you hints. I only need you guys when I'm lonely. I know. <laughs> How selfish. How- <gasps> that was a thing that my therapist told me. What? That was like a big epiphany. What? That all my... um relationships that i gravitate towards are people who are in need hmm. that makes sense as to why i would been friends so long totally <laughs> <laughs> like i would never see myself as a savior but she's like you've you've learned to understand how to like cope and mm. like manage your life and parent yourself that you became a parent mm. in a sense and uh, she's like and i agreed with her i was like i don't know if that is me searching for those relationships or people who naturally need help gravitate towards me cuz they realize like oh i could use him as a resource i i kind of like circulate around people who need help and i was like i would agree with that and i was and i told her i was like i think that's also why i feel disappointed in a lot of my relationships is because i think subconsciously my mind thinks i need something in return and when i don't get it i get frustrated or disappointed and the relationship always feels like there's always like a end point because i got what i could out of it mm. 
because there's no longer that mutual understanding of help. And I was like, I think that's why I've been so upset with the dating pool is because I felt like everyone I've been dating has needed me in some sense rather than being an equal. Okay. And she's like, totally. You know whose um, profile random I randomly like came across the other day? Who? Marquise. Cunningham? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just saw him. Did you? In the past year, yeah. Um, it was a year ago. But um, I went to Vegas with a lot of the boys. It was like a gay boy Vegas thing. And, Disney boys? Um, yeah, and one of the guys that was with us knew him. Oh. And he showed up with his boyfriend. He was doing well. The one who you guys didn't date because no, of? No, oh. but I asked him that. I was like, is this the one you left Damn, me for? Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but no. He's doing well. Good. Yeah. Do you want to shout out to him? Hi, Marquise. That's all. <laughs> Um, that's Marquise is someone you would date though, honestly. Why? Um, he just seems very um emotionally driven. Uh, feels a lot uh, likes that magical experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying like, to get back into that. I don't think you've ever lost it. I do. I realized I went through like the way that you've talked about your depression before. Uh huh. I think that I took on. Let me fully say this before you respond, because I know how it's going to sound initially, but I've been thinking about this. I feel like I took on your depression as almost a way of being stronger than situations in my life, because I was never great at handling tough situations, and I felt like you knew how to handle almost anything that came at you in life, Uh and I admired that. Um, which is why I say I took on your depression, not realizing that it was what you're seeing now as depression. Um, but I almost shut myself off from, from feeling so much, Uh especially like within relationships, because I thought that if I allowed myself to feel through them the way that I always did, that I would just become overwhelmed by them the way that I always have. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like trying this like different approach, but I realized kind of how I've talked before about not taking on something that feels inauthentic to me. I think that that started to feel inauthentic. Sure, to sure. Me, you know, I would agree. Yeah. Cause I, so that's like... why I say I'm trying to get back to that is yeah. cause I'm trying to be like, sometimes I go to like send something super sweet in text or whatever. And I'm like, eh, never mind. And then I'm like, no, send it. Like yeah. you would, you know, like yeah. you want to, you thought about it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like you've gone through those waves a couple of times since yeah. knowing you. But yeah, you seem like more in tune with like your emotions in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. But I wish you'd be at this podcast more. So moving on. All right. Oh, I did. Did you do it on purpose? No. Oh, that's funny. As I was um, just saying, I'm always like, "All right, so guys," and right, then guys. you did it. Um, so getting into this week's fresh food and talking about showing up for relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be talking about not showing up for relationships in a little topic we like to call cheating. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, you're going to die. I love pumpkin eaters. <laughs> I like booty eaters. Do you like pumpkin flavored things? No, not really. Oh, yeah. That's white culture. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I like white. Uh, yeah. I was supposed to say, I like white things. <laughs> <laughs> I like pumpkin flavored things. They're okay. cute. Yeah. Cute. But I'm not obsessed with it. No, like, no, it's no, cute yeah. to have like a piece of pumpkin pie. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a pumpkin spice scone. But oh, like, I love a good pumpkin scone. Other than that, 
I'm I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really here for I used to be all about the pumpkin spice latte. I couldn't really care less about it. Anymore. Yeah. I feel like now that everything is like pump like how I feel like we're aware of our sugar intake, we're like, Ooh. Well that and it's just because it's so artificially Artificial, flavored and yeah. like mass produced, it's just not I know there's no pumpkin there's no real pumpkin in pumpkin flavored is pumpkin things. even good for you not that it wouldn't be but it's like what like a squash so it'd be like a vegetable kind of thing yeah okay ish. but like if you're talking syrups and anyways sugars. cheating back to cheating right, cheating cheating cheating, <laughs> cheating on your diet um have you ever cheated um i always hesitate when i say this because like yes, yes. but no um yes Okay, like, cheating physically is, like, sleeping with someone else. Cheating emotionally is, like, going to them to, like, share and self-disclose, like, personal information that you would hide from your significant other. I haven't done either one of those, but I guess I textually cheated. Like, just flirted or, like, yeah, sent pictures. I didn't send pictures, but received pictures and sought out to, like, receive these photos. So, yes, but, like, I... Okay, cheating in the sense that I was dishonest, but I didn't really have the chance to be honest because they went through my stuff before I had a chance to explain why or told, mm. you know what I mean? And I and I was going to, but at that point, they were just like, no, you weren't. And I couldn't say that I was right. because right. how would how you, you actually know? That? Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of okay. ended that. But other than that, no, I'm, I'm a pretty honest person. I feel like I would end the relationship before I cheated, mm. honestly. Or if there was, like, a, an inkling of me wanting to cheat, I would, like, express, like, hey, this is where I feel like I'm missing mm-hmm. in this relationship. Yeah. What How about you? How long ago was the last time it... What? Like, when did that situation happen? How long My last that? relationship. Okay. Which yeah. was how many years ago? Four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But I will say, I've been the other bitch, like, countless times. <laughs> Being cheated on? No, I've been the mistress. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been the plus one. I love to home wreck. Girl, I'm not even joking. I love to home wreck. Why? Yeah. I don't I don't seek to do home wrecking, but I think I just like <laughs> to home wreck you because love some home demolition. I love to just be like the other bitch. It's so bad. I really do. Um cuz I like I think I like the idea that like Do you do it to people that you know though? Yeah, absolutely. Ew. Oh my god, it's so bad. Um I won't like go oh, sleep with yep, them and stuff, but I just mean like <laughs> I like to like know that you're not you're not on the market. So I like to just be silly and flirt with you because I know it won't go anywhere. But then when I when actually does. hook you, yeah. I'm like, oh shit! I don't say oh shit, but I'm just like, damn, that was easy. Send it almost pick. feels like satisfaction, yeah. and it's like so naughty, and it's like our little secret. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like I know something you don't. It's bad. I know I sound so proud, which I, I don't. I don't think I'm proud, but I. I don't say that I I can't say that I feel bad about it because I'm not in the relationship. So honestly, I'm like that's not my problem. But that's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm that yeah, other bitch. Bad. I'm that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! No wonder I've been single. All this pent up karma. Just knows you're ho- wrecking homes. Wrecking homes. Um. Yeah, I've cheated. The first time that I did, I came clean about. It was very like easy for me to talk about. It was kind of weird. But I was also 18 with somebody six years older than me. And I was very much like, wait, I'm like literally moving away because I was just about to move to uh, Long Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And looking back, he was, you know, my first love for sure. Um, But all of a sudden I realized it was that first realization of like, 
not only does being gay feel so right, but like just being with men feels so right. And right. I was like, uh, I'm 18. Am I going to never experience it with anybody else? Cause I fell in love with it. You know what right. I mean? Um, so it happened once and I came clean about it and that one like wasn't too awful of a situation. And then the second time that it happened, I, that relationship had like ended long before I had cheated. Um, which doesn't justify doing that, but mm-hmm. worth it. <laughs> yeah. With the person that I did it with, it was worth Have it. Have you ever been cheated on? Uh, yeah. That relationship that I just said was over long before, like 99% sure he had cheated on me. Oh, and then actually my last relationship. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not Edward. No, uh, my last relationship before Edward. Right. My last like real relationship before Edward. Wait, can Which we, can is we... wild because I actually just heard from him <laughs> oh yeah yeah while we were recording uh oh yeah the, at the Wait, end can, of us recording okay let me ask you this can you tell the the connection uh say the connection who cares okay well this, this is, is really wild. fun you guys this is juicy wait first <laughs> um first of all i found out that he cheated on me from you do you remember you were the one who told me like four months after we broke up Oh, I was? Yeah, you were like, hey, I really don't want to tell you who I heard this from. Just know that I wouldn't come to you with, like, someone who's not reliable. Right. Um, I'm such a good friend. Yeah. Damn. I still to this day don't know who that was, and I don't care to. Yeah. Um, I could tell you now. I mean, it, I really don't care. But say it on the podcast. <laughs> no. First and last. At them. Um, at me, bitch. <laughs> um, uh, oh, so... Um, Edward and I were like on our first date and we were <laughs> about to sleep together, <laughs> sleep inside one another. And we started talking about like mutual relationships and I knew that he had worked at Disney world and one of my closest friends lives in Disney world. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you probably know some of my friends, blah, blah, blah. And so we were like listing people and I very quickly listed my ex because my ex has very strong ties to Disney world in Florida and Edward goes, wait, that's your ex? And I was like, uh-huh. And he goes, no way. And I was like, yeah, why? And he's like, uh, okay, stick with us because I'm not going to use names. Basically, what he came to tell me was, what Edward told me, was that Edward's ex cheated on his ex with Edward. Uh-huh. Right? But had told Edward, like, no, we're done. Let's blah, put blah. names. So no, let's... no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, fake names. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> just we're just gonna say Brad is your ex. Okay. And Chad is Edward's ex. Great. Okay, so Chad being Edward's ex. Yep. <laughs> cheated on Brad with edward yes so so let me reframe like re-describe that shane's ex-boyfriend got cheated on oh wait no no wait wait let me i'll tell from this perspective okay my ex-boyfriend cheated on me with chad and then chad later went to cheat on brad with edward yeah and then edward and i ended up (laughs) sleeping in the same fucking bed together and i have not been together so if we're talking about this food chain (laughs) food chain yeah shane sucked brad's dick (laughs) Brad sucked Chad's dick. Chad sucked Edward's dick. Edward is now sucking Shane's dick. Every fucking night. So that's a four-way... Sucking dick. Harpy swap. <laughs> <laughs> is that not a sh- something bit? Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a motherfucking bitch. It would have been more romantic if, like, Chad cheated on Edward and Brad cheated on you and they found each other and you guys found each other. 
Yeah. But well, actually, no, it's actually worked out better this way because Brad cheated on you and then got cheated on to teach. Like, fuck you, bitch. But yeah. then now you're sleeping with mm-hmm. the person you cheated on. Yeah. He was, and he, that fucker wouldn't even tell me that he cheated on me. Like, I begged him. Yeah. Begged him. I was like, I even gave him an out. I was like, even if you lie to me, just tell me that, like, there's someone you just want to try and date. And he's like, no, I love you. Ew. And I was like, that literally doesn't make sense, though. Like, what you're telling me doesn't justify a breakup. Trash. Um, you date trash. I date dirt. You date trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair for, like, 90% of the guys that mm-hmm. I date. Wait, hold up. Can I show you something? So, you know how you guys, I mentioned before on Snapchat that I only use it for dick pics. Yeah. Um, the passenger that, like, got my Snapchat still sends me dick pics. I'm about to open one. He sent me yes. one. Ready? This is live, you guys, on um, Fruit Snacks Pod. Wait. That... Is there another one? He's <laughs> no, like a body. It. Yeah. Well. He's like a swimmer's body. Like, he's smaller. Yeah. He kind of has, like, a Tom Daly body a little bit. Yeah, a little show bit. Show his face. Um, I don't have his face. This is oh. Snapchat. <laughs> What's his snap? Normally name? he shows his dick. It's weird because he's like five six, but his dick is like huge, huge. Ah, uh, it's always the little ones. It's like ten, twelve. That's not a thing. Like ten How six. How did he find your Snapchat? I give it to him. Oh, okay. yeah. He um. This is when I was on Grinder because I thought I was gonna uh, be a little slow. Never used it for that. I should have, but I didn't. And then I was like flying from Hawaii and he found me in Hawaii. And then I didn't see it when we left Hawaii. And then when we landed, he was like, wait, you were my flight attendant. Like he messaged me in Hawaii because we were both over there. But then I worked his flight to San Jose and he lived in San Jose. And then since then we were going back and forth. But then I deleted the app. And within that, he like exchanged snapchats to send me pictures i've never sent him anything and he always asked me to he's like send me a picture and i'm like okay and i'll like make a nasty fugly ass face like i'll take a picture where you like when your front facing camera turns around and you're fugly i'll just send him that and be like there you go and he still sends me like dick photos so whatever i'm here for it anyways (laughs) so we're talking about how you spread herpes around cheating yeah right how you're dating that home wrecking bitch, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you approach cheating now? Um, that's a good question. I think I'm a grown ass man now about it. Yeah. I think that if someone were to cheat, I don't think anger would be my first. I, I, I can't say anger wouldn't be my first reaction. I think I would feel angry. That's, I think, a natural reaction. But I would, I would question what I did to cause that. And I know that sounds crazy because obviously they are the ones to decide to go out without go within outside of the relationship but Mm -hmm. i feel like there's something within the relationship that's lacking for them to feel the need to go outside of the relationship do you know what i mean yeah um and i think the conversation should start there i'm not saying that i'm gonna stay with them or like try to make it work but if the reason they went outside the relationship is something that i could have created or solved i probably would be more willing to work through that yeah um and have that discussion but I if if the conversation would just be like I don't know it was just a mistake I don't know and like I, I just was horny I'm like okay well you're not being real with yourself like you need to go through a journey like you need to figure out what you need in your life before I can be with you because if you were to say I was horny in that moment and then say because like for whatever reason sexually I don't get this from you and they seem to offer that then I'd be like well then why didn't you tell me that so I can offer that too right. do you know what I mean like yeah. and try to have that conversation and see if that could help or manage but yeah I don't know. 
Because I, I feel like I before I'd be like, no, if you cheat, you're out. But then I've been in situations where I'm like, oh, you know what? I really like you, but the sex isn't that good. And mm-hmm. I see why I would want to go outside this relationship to yeah. fill that void. But I also think that as an adult who is trying to be monogamous, you should have those conversations about like what they can do better. Yeah. Interesting that you just say trying to be monogamous. Because I was going to say that I feel maybe this is just on the forefront of my mind because we've had this conversation on the podcast and um, I've actually had two, three, three good friends recently, like in the past few days recently, all bring up open relationships to me mm. within their own relationships uh, and like just Do they listen about to it. the podcast? No, like uh. all of them, it, it came in such a random like, I'll be like, so how is everything? Like, how's so-and-so, like, their boyfriend or whatever? And they'll be like, well... And, like, they'll get into that being, like, a topic of discussion mm-hmm. for them. And I feel like that is such a... Maybe I'm just at an age now where it's more accepted amongst my peers, but um, it's just a topic that more people are willing to have, at least in my life right, right now. Right, And so I hear less about cheating and more about open relationships right. and the boundaries within those, right. if that makes sense. Right. Um, and it's hard because when you're in an open relationship from what I've got, I've never personally been in one, but like from what I've gathered amongst my friends who are in them, um, it's less about cheating and more about breaking rules. Like I don't hear the word cheating often, but it's like, well, we had this, this rule and they broke it. Well, that's kind of like what a monogamous re- monogamous relationship is. Totally. But like, I feel like there's a general consensus understanding of what monogamy is. So those rules are kind of unspoken. But an open relationship is still, in essence, in a weird way, having that monogamous kind of connection, but in an open sense as far as like rewriting what that would be rule-wise. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just think it, that it's so interesting. Well, I feel like that's a very healthy conversation to have if someone was to cheat. Be like, well, is that what you want? Because if I fill every other void, why do we need to break up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand. Personally, I can understand what it feels like to have a bigger sexual appetite that might not be within the realm of mm-hmm. your relationship. Because say, like, when you're in a... Like, I guess cheating happens in a, like, a straight relationship. But when you're in a straight relationship, the rules are very defined. Like, the girl's getting fucked and the guy's doing the fucking. But when you're in a gay relationship, the guy can be fucked, but you might not want to get fucked. Uh-huh. Or, you know, so yeah. that that dynamic kind of sometimes you can't. You kind of have to go outside of the relationship for that. But I guess people cheat in straight relationships regardless. Yeah. So. I don't know. That maybe was off tangent. Yep. No, I think you bring up a good point. And one of the topics of conversations that I had with one of my friends was that this, this person who they're in a relationship with and the, the things that he wants or feels that he needs sexually selfishly have absolutely nothing to do with my friend Mm. and what he may or may not be fulfilling within the relationship. You know, like you just said, if if there's just a bigger appetite, and not even in terms of, like, topping or bottoming, if it's just he fisting. wants to explore for a quick second. What did you say? I said fisting. Right. Fisting, like fisting, your fisting. your friend has a size medium glove, and he wants to fill a size large. <laughs> the fuck? Like, you can't. He wants a meaty palm. Sick. You need a meaty palm. <laughs> <laughs> glove size. 
Um, but I was like, you know, think about it in terms of a fantasy. When you lift the veil of a fantasy and you've done it once, it takes the excitement away from totally. what the fantasy was to begin with, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But you are the continued desire of I still want to be in the ongoing relationship with you. This is a quick fuck moment for me. Right. And the second it's over. But but I, you know, I, what I commended in his partner is that he's like so open and honest about it. He's like, look, this is... It, he wasn't like, this is going to happen whether you want it to or not. I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. It's like, this situation has approached me and I'm intrigued by it. Right. You know, and they had a discussion from there. Right. Um, Which is just... what I said about the whole cheating thing of like, this is what I need. This is what sparked that need. Totally. And this is why I'm telling you because I feel like we need to figure out how to su- supply this for me because it's something uh-huh. that I, I desire. Yeah. You know, and I think it's healthier to be like, yeah, that's there rather than suppressing it and then it coming out as cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you kind of touched on this already, but does cheating mean that you should always end the relationship? No, I think it should be prescribed for what you want in life. Actually, let me ask you a better question. Yes. Because I feel like that was, I knew that answer. <laughs> um, do you think... Do you feel like if you found out that your partner cheated, that you would be able to trust them again? Okay. Um, it depends. It de- With me, I'm a very trusting person when it comes uh-huh. to my relationships because I feel like for me to get to that level with you, that trust has already been built to a certain extent. And I don't think I ever need to question you. But obviously, I think sometimes people act out in ways not knowing that it would hurt the person until after the fact. And then they, instead of like dealing with that realization, they want to lie. But I think that if we talked about it and it felt authentically real to the experience and like what they were saying, as far as how they felt about it and like where they went wrong, I think I would be compassionate enough to be like, yeah, okay, I believe you. Yeah. Let's work through it. But I also would prescribe um, a new set of rules to be like, if this happens again, you know, I'm out like, it would be a more rigid rule. You know what I mean? Like I don't put them on a leash, but then if that happened, I'd be like, okay, well at least there's a fence. Mm -hmm. And if you want to jump over the fence, that's fine. But no, you can never jump back over that fence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But no, and it's funny that you asked because I feel like a lot of my friends have had issues with infidelity, um, mainly in the straight realm. Uh Um, Especially in the sense of like, we were on a break. So they slept with someone else while we were trying to figure things out. Yeah. And they're always like, I can't technically get mad because we were on a break. Um, And I know this is going to sound like I'm talking about one relationship. It is not about that relationship because I just had a conversation about that. But I'm telling you this has happened like on multiple levels. And um, and I want to disclaim that because people who listen to this, I don't want you to think I'm putting your business out there. I'm not talking about you guys. And I know they'll know who I'm talking about when I say that. Um, But I feel like I asked this the question okay, well, if it was the other way around and you did that to the, to your partner, would this person get mad? And they were like, absolutely. And I was like, okay, well, then you know it's in the wrong because yeah. you can't, like, choose it's okay for you and not the other person, yeah. you know? But I'm like, because you feel bad and then still want your cake and eat it too because you're scared they're going to get upset and run away. That's where I'm like, that's not fair because now you're being selfish. Rather, the conversation should be, you know what? You're right. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. And either deal with the consequences and break up, or deal with the consequences and make up. But totally. regardless, you need to take ownership. And that's that's for me. What's important about cheating is like, okay, 
well, you need to decide what's important to you. Like, is that the, is that if, if them cheating is not what fits within the realm of the relationship you see in your mind's eye for what makes you happy, then you need to let it go. But if you can get over it and know that you love them beyond this moment, because really it's just a moment, then yeah, I think make it work. Yeah. But I think before I'd be like, ooh, bitch, no, you need to let him go. He doesn't respect you. Which I think in the moment, that's probably the case, yeah. especially if you have rules where you're like, that's not okay. Yeah. But I think, again, it's it's a lot of times, a lot of times deeper than that because I think relationships are complex. Mm. Yeah. Do you think you would react differently to different types of cheating? Yeah. Like um, the way that people say like sin is sin. Do you think that cheating is always cheating or do you think there's a difference between kissing someone flirting with somebody and having sex with somebody that's weird because i i don't know i feel like as a guy i can understand what it's like to have sex without emotion so i feel like sex flirting and kissing are in the same vein but someone would a lot of people would probably differ and be like sex is like the ultimate and flirting is like ah, that's fine he's Mm. just a charismatic person you know yeah. But to me, it falls in the same vein. And again, it would be very based off of what the situation was. But sure. I think I would be more upset. Well, I don't know. I'm such a secure person that I don't think I really would be upset. I think my gut instinct would say that I would be more upset if you were like to be more self-disclosing, like emotionally cheating, mm-hmm. where I felt like you were keeping secrets from me. But also, I don't think I would care because I'm like, well, maybe you feel more comfortable talking about that with them than me. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to talk about it with me because you feel like there's judgment on my end or something that sure. I'm saying that might not be supportive in your idea of how you view what you want to hear. Because yeah. I've been in that situation, too, where I'm too harsh for someone. So they just stop coming to me. But I don't think that's like less of a closeness i just know that they know that i'm not as supportive in that sense so i don't know i I guess i'm aware of it but again i don't uh, yeah this i'm probably like being so vague (laughs) no but do you think you would react differently to those different kinds yeah probably but i don't think i'd react i think i would react in the same way as far as being inquisitive like why but i don't think i don't think i would it would be like if you fuck this person, I'm done with you. It's not like that. Yeah. Like even a, a kiss could create that, but I would want to know why. And if the motive was like, I don't love you anymore and I, I want to be with someone else. And I'm like, yeah, that clearly is an end for me. <laughs> like I wouldn't fight to be yeah. like, no, uh, we can work through this. I'm like, Oh, well that's apparent that then we need to move on no matter if that hurts me, but I would rather be with someone that wants me than to be with myself for in sure. a lonely relationship. Yeah. Okay. With someone who doesn't want me. Yeah. What about you? Um, Is there a scale, a barometer of cheating? Yeah, I think some things would bother me more than others. Like what? Uh, Like give me the scale of like what would be okay as far as a threshold. Anything above that is like I'm done. I think (laughs) I think physically I wouldn't care as much as emotionally. Really? Emotionally, it would be a lot harder for me to deal with. I wouldn't believe that for you. Yeah. Like, if I were to fuck Edward, you wouldn't care? Be honest. No, go for it. Do you want his number? Kind of. <laughs> um, no, I think... Would it be weird if I had sex with Edward? Uh, Like, in what context? What do you mean? Like, intercourse. <laughs> I know, but, like, behind my back or, like... Yeah, like, you... Not behind your back, but in general. Maybe... Okay, let's say behind your back. What if you found out I fucked Edward? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't like that. Do you think we would still have this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that's all i care about i don't care about the friendship <laughs> um wait but would it, would it be weird would you not be my you friend yeah if i fucked your boyfriend would you not be friends with me uh, yeah no oh but i know you would never do that yeah yeah i think i still would it's be friends with you hypothetically to think that you know what's weird is i don't think i'd be mad at you i'd be mad at my boyfriend even though those bad, like I should be more mad at you because you know there's. there's I would be, there. I would be mad at you. I would need time to like move past that, but I would move past it with you before I would to ever move past it with him. Okay, well, I want to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked Brad. Just kidding. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Not interested. All of my boyfriends are POC. <laughs> so. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> That's fucked up, but I'm trying to work through that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I would be upset if I found out you fucked one of my boyfriends. Why? I don't know. Maybe because I don't feel threatened. I don't know if that says a lot about our friendship or like a lot about how you think of me as a person. <laughs> I think that just all has to do with how I view like relationships. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems to be a theme of yours tonight. Yeah, because I don't give a This fuck. has nothing to do about how I feel about you guys. <laughs> no, but, like, even, like, if... Yeah, like, even if Kyle were to fuck someone, I wouldn't care. Like, if well, Kyle fucked Brendan, I would not care. That'd be so weird. We, I would be mad about that. Really? <laughs> you would be upset. <laughs> I don't think I would care. I, I think you would. See, maybe extent. this is depression talking where I just don't care about anything, but this is what yeah. I mean with emotions. Like, I feel like I'm so aware that, like... Aware I don't of know. what? I don't know. That's the thing. Well, here's the thing about, like, I'm going to speak on behalf of just being a gay man. Yeah. We're in we're in much more intimate settings where, like, possibilities are I just agree. that much more real more often. I agree. Um, Where, like, your two boyfriends really might just end up in the same place at the same time. and Right. Can we it, actually talk about the time that... What? Oh, yeah. Okay. I had a mouth to shave the time that we hooked up just because I don't know if you want to talk about it, oh, but let's care. be honest about it. Um, this, and I, I bring it up because it is very this. Like, yeah. like I said earlier, like if you are friends with me, you have 100% more chance of like having sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, same. <laughs> Literally. And um, I bring this up because what Shane was saying is like being gay, like we're just very close to each other, even though we're friends. And I feel like because guys can disconnect from the sexual interaction and emotion, like we don't really need to tie emotion to sex yeah. as like, as if it's just like masturbation. And like I said, like, with friends, when I have sex with friends, it's easy for me. Um, we're completely going off the cheating topic, but I think this is actually worth sharing. But one time, me and Shane went out in Long Beach, just the two of us, because we were bored. And our roommate, Jamie, picked us up. And Jamie was like, did you guys have fun? And we're like, yeah, we met someone. And I think we were, like, going through the line at T- Del Taco. We weren't even drunk. Like, I don't drink that no. much. I probably had, like, one vodka soda, and you had maybe yeah. two drinks, like a hard cider or some bullshit. And we were playing pool. <laughs> and then we started making out in the car yeah. in front of and Jamie. And Jamie was like, it was stop! And I think that was the first she time. Hated she hated it. Yeah, that was yeah. the first time that, like, she saw us kiss. But it was one of those things where we were, like, jokingly doing it. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, and it turned all into like we were like really making really out. making out yeah. and we were like really into like we were acting all into it but then we really got into it and then we yeah. kept making out and then when we got back home we just kept making out and then we ended up having sex yeah <laughs> we ended up having sex and it was like not a big deal like no. we had sex and then we were like i kind of want to go back to del taco <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then the next day it was literally like nothing happened well edward and i have had this conversation like he knows that i've hooked up with 
90% of my best friends. Uh-huh. But it's because even in my, like, s- slutty phase, if you will, I was, like, still emotional me, and I felt most comfortable and the safest with right. my closest friends. Right. And I, and I like, selfishly think that most of my good friends are, like, really attractive. So <laughs> it's, like, a win all around. But that's what I mean with, like, cheating. Like, I just feel secure about who I am that I wouldn't question... It wouldn't be a reflection of who I am if they cheated. And I feel like that's what happens when people get cheated on. Yeah, I think, like, if you slept with my boyfriend, I would just feel more left out than anything. Sure. And I'd be like, why don't you just tell me? Right. But, like, to me, I feel like... You could have filmed an episode (laughs) while that was happening. But, like, I feel like with me, when someone cheats or is, like, going with, like, outside of us, I'm like, what's going on with Mm -hmm. you? Yeah. Not, like, what's going on with me. Like, yeah. clearly I'm saying, what did I do? Because I said that earlier. Like, what did I do to cause that? But I also think, like, what did I do that made you feel like you needed something mm-hmm. more? So, again, it goes back on you. Um, but I feel like when people get cheated on, they think, like, oh, my God, was I not good enough? And I'm like, I guess that's, like, that egotistical me. I'm like, bitch, no, I'm good enough. But, like, why? I want to know why <laughs> you thought it was, yeah. like, fine to be that way. So how do you feel about tit for tat in cheating? Um... I actually support it. Really? I do. I do. I know that's so weird, but I do. I support tit for tat. I don't think that you should actively be like, well, fuck you in a spiteful way. But I'm like, if the situation arise and you guys were still trying to work on it, I think you should be able to have like a pass and be like, yeah, you can sleep with whoever you want. Honestly, I really do. Because I want, I want to, like, I think it would be a growing experience for that person who... To feel what that's like. Exactly. And I don't mean, and that that's where it makes it seem like it's spiteful. I really don't think that it should be a spiteful thing. But I'm like, well, one, you went outside the relationship, so it should only be fair that the other person can too. Mm-hmm. And two, if that makes you jealous, then you can learn from that and be like, you see how that is like upsetting. So I guess it would be a spiteful tit for tat, but regardless, I think that it should be a healthier like reflection of like, let me look within this and see how uncomfortable it makes me feel. So I know that I probably shouldn't have done that, you know? Cause I think the best, the best learning experience again, like I've said earlier is a lived experience. So yeah. you need to live what it feels like to like let your significant other experience joy from someone else and see how like insecure that might make you feel. And then you can kind of put yourself in their shoes. Interesting. But I also think that it has to be coming from a place of communication because I don't think that it's good when it opens a whole can of worms of like yeah. now a continual Volatile, cheating thing. Yeah. yeah. And again, if like the person cheats and then finds out that they don't want to be with them, then good because you find that out a lot faster than exactly not, yeah. like a lot faster because well that's what I said to my friend who's like going through this situation uh-huh. with his partner where uh-huh. he's like you know whatever. I said, well, here's the thing. Like, if this is something he's bringing up with you now, because they're in beginning stages of their relationship, yeah. I was like, at least he's being this honest with you at the start. Right. And you know this from the beginning. It's not like three years in, all of a sudden he's like, I want to start doing all this. And you're like, wait, we never even talked uh-huh. about that. Uh-huh. You know, like, you know this about him now. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about tit for tat. Like, I actually never thought about it from that perspective, like the lived experience. Mm -hmm. And I do get that. I feel like I've just seen, in terms of just cheating and not open relationships, so many volatile experiences come out of. Well, because I think there's that resentment. So it's like an act. That's what I mean, like that spite. But I think for you to have that experience, you really have to like kind of heal as a couple before you can be like, Yes. And I don't think you should actively seek out, well, I'm going to fucking cheat. But like if the 
opportunity arises where you like the person who got cheated on feels driven to like be with someone else in a physical sense then do it but i don't think they should do it in the sense of like well i'm just getting back yeah it should be in the sense of like yeah i normally wouldn't take this opportunity because i am faithful but because they took it i think it's fair for me to be like hey can i take it Mm. yeah um do you think that do you think that friends can cheat? No. No? No, I, th- I, I I get what you're going with that. Or I'm assuming I get where you're going with that. I feel like more it's just lying. I wouldn't consider it mm. cheating. But, like, if a friend were to stop inviting you places and then yeah. being like, oh, no, I was just busy. But then you find out they, like, went to the fair together yeah. or something. I just feel like that's lying. I don't... I don't... I guess... Yeah, I guess lying and cheating are kind of synonymous, but I would just give it the lying title rather than the cheating. Yeah. But yeah, I guess your friend could cheat on you, yeah. which almost hurts more. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, well, why? Just uh-huh. just tell me you didn't want me to come. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, again, no, have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Do you think friends can cheat? I don't know. I think that a scenario like that would make me feel in a way the same as if my partner cheated on me. Mm. It'd probably stir up the same emotions and mm-hmm. jealousy and rage and anger and yeah. d- deceitfulness. Just funny. Cause like all of those emotions are what give me the best sex of my life. Girl. Isn't that the motherfucking truth? Yeah. Having sex after you're angry. It's yeah. like so passionate. Yeah. When mm. you're angry or when you feel like it's the last time it's ever going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're like method acting. <laughs> <laughs> In your head, you're like, I'm never going to see this ass ever again. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, that's all I had. Did you want to say anything about cheating? No, like, but I will anything? say that Prozac, um, they say <laughs> you lose your sex drive, but I've been way more sexually probably better because I'm like calm and like I don't care as much about things in like a, it... in a healthy way so if you're ready to cheat on your extinct other call <laughs> me up because you know my bitch ass <gasps> loves to wreck a home or two so if you want to wreck your home <laughs> did you feel out. like it changed your libido yeah actually like um I never really like think about sex as much anymore um but when I do think about sex I'm like ready to go so in that sense no but there's no like hang up about it I guess Mm. not that I ever had a hang up but I just feel more confident yeah yeah like I it's just like yeah let's do it you know yeah um yeah I don't know but yeah I think cheating is cool (laughs) (laughs) I support cheaters and on that cool Now that's gotta go. <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> are you? Really I not didn't doing that mean on that one. No. Oh my god! That's Every a great time. Intro. All right, that's so funny. Right. Isn't that just feels what's natural yeah. rather than being like and or um or so? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the one time that I heard myself say um between every sentence was the last time I heard myself do that. I feel like when you record an episode by yourself or, like, when I try to do Fruit Facts... That's like, fucking hard. I'm always like, uh... Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Stop! That is so good. <laughs> Get your thoughts, girl. Okay, Get okay, okay. Rotten fruit, rotten fruit, rotten fruit. 
so the rotten fruit this week for me, mm-hmm. which is the opposite of in season, it's everything I don't want to be happening, is this fucking cancel culture that we have going on. Yeah. Here's the thing. And I felt very, very impassioned about this the other day when the whole Equinox situation came up. Mm. Would you like me to discuss that? or do Yeah, you do yeah that go into f- details so I don't have to do it in Fruit Facts. <laughs> okay, so great. So uh, it basically came out that the the man who owns 60% of Equinox and SoulCycle and is like the chairman of the board for these companies, he's a, I think he's worth $7.7 billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, held a fundraiser for Trump mm-hmm. this yesterday, actually this weekend in the Hamptons. Uh, and it was like, I think it was a 100,000 to 250,000 per person dinner, just raising money for Trump's campaign. And for those of you who don't know, Equinox is a super bougie streamlined cute gym that is basically run and operated and supported by the gays and the second that caught wind, it was worse than. Never mind, that's too soon. It was bad. It was a bad situation. Really, like a lot of people stopped going and canceled membership and stuff. Oh, instantly. Oh wow. Um, Billy Porter just came out and was like, "I canceled my, my Equinox membership." Jonathan from Queer Eye can't like. Wow. But they're all doing it publicly, right. and if you read the threads on the comments, everyone's like, um, "Like." employees were quitting damn they would walk in after being employees for 10 years they walked in and were like i'm done or they just stopped walking in like they didn't come in at all um and i messaged actually brian holtby Uh uh-huh um because he works for equinox and he loves the he loves that company he loves what they support and typically speaking equinox here's the here's the bigger issue equinox is like always trying to throw out these campaigns that are geared towards equality mm-hmm. and acceptance mm-hmm. and diversity. And you have the man at the top profiting off of all of this, supporting everything that's the opposite of yeah. that. Um, but anyways, I reached out to Brian and I was like, hey, um, I just want you to know, I just posted my thoughts about the whole Equinox situation on Instagram, but I want you to know that I, I separate you from that viewpoint i know that you're not obviously standing for the things that he is yeah you know um but what i did post on my insta story is i just i just don't believe that we can cancel everything that we disagree with like you can't ruin businesses and you know like i think about brian he's making a living off of this company and to unfortunately like stand against somebody you're you're also standing against people who are on your side. Right. You know? And I think that it's important to give people the chance to like change or grow. Well, let me ask this before you continue Yeah. as playing devil devil's advocate. Don't you think that people have the right to spend their money based off of where they want to spend it as far as like the product and like, and I say that cause like, part of the product is the brand and what it represents. Right. And the power that it has with the money that it does your money with. So don't you think that the people who buy into these brands have the right to say no? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Um, really quickly, just one last point on the Equinox thing. I think where they really lost a lot of people is they came out with a PR statement and the statement again, paraphrasing, except these two words, said blah 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 he is a passive investor yeah and people are like 
First of all, what the fuck is a passive yeah. investor? Second of all, no, he's not. He's the chairman of the board and owns sixty percent of yeah. these two companies. Yeah, like there's that. It just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but less about Equinox and more about everything else that we're like canceling right now in terms of people's careers. We're going back to like ten years ago and looking at people's. Uh, say like stand-up comedy or Twitter feeds. And we're like, you said this 10 years mm-hmm. ago. And all of a sudden these people are like losing jobs because right. of it, because nobody wants to be standing next to, nobody wants to be like giving business to this, right. to this person all of a sudden, because they're scared it's going to negatively affect them. Right. And I, I've said this before and I still stand by it. I'm so for embracing evolution and <clears throat> personal growth Mm -hmm. from making really bad decisions because not one fucking person on this planet has ever been perfect their entire lives. Right. Never will be, you know, but the only reason that we've all gotten to where we are is because of the, the places that we fucked up along the way. Right. Um, and I just don't believe that like every one person who has done one wrong thing again, like, there are differences in what we're talking about. Right. Like anybody who's ugh, on like another really political topic right now, anybody who's been like a mass murderer shouldn't yes, be fucking canceled. But like somebody who made an one inappropriate joke in their stand up comedy 10 years ago when being PC was not a thing. Right. Should not have their lives torn apart and be sent death. Threats. Right. Especially if when it resurfaces and they say that was a different time, I apologize for those statements. That was, like not me i learned from that that to me makes sense right yeah but that's the other thing is i feel that people are super defensive against accepting that times were different Mm -hmm. i understand that side where when when trump says make america great again he wants to go back to a time where things were different but like not in a good way Mm -hmm. when people when a comedian says times were different and you were allowed to say this back then times were different and you Mm -hmm. could say those Mm -hmm. things back then and was it okay maybe not but because they were because they were in an environment where that were where that was acceptable they went with it well i think part of it is that cancel culture doesn't open a level of communication or understanding it's just like this is wrong it doesn't matter what you say rather than being like okay well explain why it's wrong you know and i think that's what happened over the years from like um, 10 years ago to now uh-huh. right when it comes to comedy or however like yeah. however how many yeah. years you want to put on it but i think the the understanding of that growth is where people can like have a little more grace but totally. if it's like someone who said that back then and still is like saying the same shit or standing by those statements that's where i'm yes, like okay a hundred percent cancel the fuck out of them yeah. but like but give give the person the opportunity to speak right. on behalf of that. I think that's the most important yeah. thing is giving the opportunity to clarify, right? Because yeah. you can get upset clearly because it's like when you read it, you're like, wait, the fuck? Mm-hmm. But then you're like, wait, let me see what's up. Yeah. Like, also, what's going on? Yeah. I also want to call out everybody who's trying to cancel everything and everyone. The list of companies that are like have come out that have donated to maybe not specifically Trump, but like the Republican party and whatnot is like growing more and more, but people like really fucking need to do their research before they start being like, well, I'm not going here anymore. I'm uh-huh. not spending money, money here anymore. Like, um, in and out came out as a place that has like donated X amount of tens of thousands of dollars to the GOP. 
this year. What was not also included in most of those statements is that every year they donate to both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And it's not necessarily tied to one affiliate within the party. It's just we're donating money to both sides of, right. of the aisle. And I understand that right now there's a little more importance on, like, not donating <laughs> to the other side. Um, but that's my thing, too. It's like, why is that not okay? Because, yes, Trump is, like, the representation of the Republican Party as of right now. But that's not the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this in defense of the Republican Party because I'm right. Republican. But I also understand that there's other viewpoints. Totally. And right. it's fine. Well, and, like... Um, like, to stop hate... Great. Uh-huh. I support that. But to stop a viewpoint that you might disagree with, like, girl, get a grip. Right. But this- then, like, I saw Taco Bell on the same list. So the first thing that I did was reached out to my friend Kyle, who works at Taco Bell Corporate. And I was like, hey, what do you know about this? Uh-huh. And he was like, actually, it's like a really hot topic for us right now. But um, he was basically saying most of Taco Bells are franchised. Yeah. So he's like, it's the franchises that are donating because they're owned by People, people who can afford to do that right and so they are but he's like we literally have a list of our locations that are company owned right and our policy is to not donate to any political party but so he's like taco bell the corporation is not sitting here donating to donald right. trump it's these franchise owners who are republicans who are donating to well him. chick-fil-a is the same thing for sure it's franchise which is like the but while well, them as a company is still a little I mean, them as a company, yes, yeah. it's a little problematic sometimes from the short, the very limited research I've done. But um, as far as like the own standalone stores, right. they are franchised, and I know this because the one in Long Beach, reading at the people, reading up on the people who own it, because they have like a little blurb when you're waiting mm. for your food. They were like, come from Long Beach and support Long Beach, mm. and Long Beach is a very diverse, gay friendly kind of yeah. atmosphere. So. I feel like they would be pumping money back into the community that would help those things, even though the foundation of Chick-fil-A is, like, sure. anti-gay. You know sure. what I mean? So I feel like it... Again, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm yeah, not, yeah, so, yeah. No, I'm not trying to, like, be a spokesperson for Chick-fil-A, but I also think that within cancel culture, like, how I'm trying to rationalize it, you got to understand, like, there's more layers to it than mm-hmm. just the the gut reaction that you get when you hear these, these like, yeah. out crazy stories, which I think is great that they're coming out because... Yes, people do need to make a moral decision on what's right or wrong considering the current climate. But I also think that you should have a little bit of like um, understanding or like yeah. but also a desire like, to understand. Should we cancel Beyonce and every artist who's been at Coachella and every person who's gone to Coachella? Yeah, because that them owner. All. But you know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, totally. It's always at the convenience of, of whoever's trying thing. to cancel. Here's somebody the thing else. with with big corporate. Of course they're going to support Trump because uh-huh. he, they're putting money back yes. into their pocket. So any big corporation, their best interest as far as a business, yep. uh, capitalist kind yep. of mindset is, yeah, support the people who make me the most money. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure a lot of us would be in the same position, just like how we would want a raise at work. It's yeah. the same thing they want to raise in their personal income. Yeah. So I can understand that. I'm not, again, saying that it's correct, but I think that it makes sense where their mindset is coming from. But I also think that if I were in their position, I wouldn't put um, people's social lives in jeopardy as yeah. far as a living standard to make a profit. Yeah. But also that's probably why I'm not a multi-billionaire because you kind of have to make those decisions in order to like mm-hmm. let money be the factor that you're chasing. Yeah. You really have to cut a lot of that out of your life. Yeah. 
Um, I didn't know this. I was watching a clip of The View earlier, mm-hmm. and they were saying that Andrew Yang, who's uh, a 2020 candidate, has talked about how if we taxed the big corporations like Amazon and Google the way that we should be, we would... Because one of his policies that he wants to like try and bring to, to fruition if he is elected president mm-hmm. um, is that he would give every American $1,000 a month just to have. Mm. and his plan basically says if we actually tax these companies and not just only tax them but tax them the way that like we tax a normal fucking taxpayer Mm -hmm. we would have enough money and then some to give every american a thousand dollars a month and then some i believe it yeah a hundred percent but that is insane that we're struggling to pay our taxes and these fucking billionaire CEOs and their companies pay nothing in taxes. Yeah. Not a cent. Yeah. Amazon didn't pay one cent. You're sounding like you're canceling them, Shane. <laughs> Who? No, girl, I need I Amazon. I'm all about I'm that. Like, are you two click order right now? No, I'm just no. kidding. And actually, I, I, I'm just going to close this up uh, on this thought. I feel like I sound super scatterbrained and trying to like emote all of this, but it's because I have personally felt extremely overwhelmed by everything that we're trying to like cancel and make Mm -hmm. decisions on Mm -hmm. so quickly. And I'm all here for the good fight and I will support what I believe to be is like Mm -hmm. the right side of history. But like, I just think right now everything is so overwhelming and I, I honestly don't know how to like compartmentalize for myself. I agree. I feel like, um, in American culture right now, there's a loss of a steady voice. Uh huh. Everyone wants their two cents to be heard, but no one really is, like, caring to listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Simple things that interfere A day, a week, a month, a year We bring it up for a reason Simply put the sins in season Let's wrap up with season let's just blast through this real quick since we're running a little bit long um i'll go first but the end season for me this week um randomly enough are birkenstocks um Mm. i bought a pair of the plastic black ones that are actually birkenstock brand but they're only like 40 bucks and they've been so convenient because i do a lot of stuff around the house and i usually put socks on because i wear shoes but like sometimes i want to take the trash out or whatever and um i hate putting taking my socks off to put flip-flops on then to put my socks back on so they've just been great to slide them in i think they're the style is called the arizona where it's just the two straps oh yeah yeah. but um yeah i've been like loving it and it's so bad because now i'm wearing them outside the house and people keep making fun of me because they're like it's so weird to see your toes because i don't like have i don't usually show my toes but they're like you have really nice feet and i'm like well i'm not a dirty bitch and only yeah. my boyfriends are. yeah just my boyfriends but um yeah i've been really loving the birkenstocks they're super lightweight i do get a little bit sweaty in them sometimes so they go rick 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 when i walk <laughs> but um yeah and then i'm so asian because the other day at work i put them on to take the trash out and then i walked out the other door to go to work and uh. i had them on with socks on <laughs> <laughs> i wore socks with my broken socks but i didn't give a fuck because they're socks black and, and i wore socks. black socks so it looked like little sneakers mm, but yeah that's my end season snakes. i've been like surprisingly obsessed it was kind of one of those impulse purchases it was like yeah i'll get these these are cheap like whatever but they've been like a godsend i'm like holy shit i love these All right. yeah cool um well i'll just say like coming off of my uh what is it called Rotten fruit. I almost said out of season. <laughs> Coming off of my rotten fruit. Um, 
I'm trying to find my my political voice again. Like right. I felt like for so long I was I loved being so outspoken um, in terms of like social media platforms, and then I stopped because I was trying to do that thing where I was like, let me just not feel so much. Yeah. Um, but I'm like getting back to it. Work. It feels pretty good. Yeah. Except I was drunk the other night and I tried posting something, and my friend goes, "Uh, girl, what?" And I looked, and my grammar was horrid. And I was like, <gasps> so I deleted it all really quickly. That's and then I funny. redid it the next day. Work. Yeah. Cool. Well, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening right now, go ahead and take a screenshot and just add it to your Instagram story. We'll retag you on our Instagram. Just um, You can reach us on Instagram at Fruit Snacks Pod. And you can email us through email at fruitsnackspod at gmail.com and as always you guys thank you so much for listening please rate subscribe share listen all the above and as always we will catch you next week on fruit snacks bye bye